As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody, welcome to The Ruck, and this is just the last farewell and the full stop at the end of a whole season of The Ruck podcast, Brightest Times and Sunday Times, and also at the end of the Lions Tour, and what a tour it was. All our normal contributors to The Ruck have gone their separate ways, one or two looked like they needed a holiday, which is exactly what they're going to have. This is Stephen Jones, just to say, uh, from the heart, from everybody on the team and everyone who rucked along. Uh, thanks a million for following us and downloading us. And thanks for all the lovely comments and, and the critical comments that, that we got. And they came in hordes, if I, I have to say. In the early hours of uh, Sunday morning in the Lions Hotel, and completely by accident, we fell in with four or five uh, Lions supporters who were all subscribers. We had a really nice chat and we found that they remembered everything we'd said, controversial and non-controversial, things that were completely wrong, the things that came right. Amazingly, we could hardly remember saying any of them. So there's a moral there somewhere. Uh, when we started, we didn't set out to win a BAFTA. Uh, the idea of the ruck that it would be just guys and, and girls uh, sitting around chatting about rugby, uh, in our case, with the natural pomposity of uh, rugby correspondents and, uh, and journalists, uh, we like to think that we know everything, and I suppose you've noticed that. But uh, it was meant to be informal, and I think uh, from all the backdrop and all the um, reaction that we had, we somehow hit the right note. If we could have worked the equipment, it would have been fantastic. I'll also let you into a little secret. When we said, which we did every week, uh, we are now in our Fongerai studio, or we are now in our Wellington studios, or our Auckland studios, or our Hamilton studios... All the time, you know, we were in Slotty's bedroom. I bet you never realised that. And we did cause chaos once because Slotty left his phone on while we were taping the ruck and it kept on beeping. And so when the podcast came out, uh, as we heard on Twitter and in, in all forms of media after, half the country kept on getting up to check if they'd had a message because of the beeps on the ruck. We introduced you to some remarkably colourful characters. There was the English Ponce, you remember. There was Dogman. There was Hamish McHaggis, the, the Kiwi journalist. We talked about rugby at all levels, all standards. The only people we didn't manage to get on were members of the England women's team. Uh, we tried very, very hard. Maybe sometime in the future we could persuade one of them to come on. The Lions come back. Not as winners, but in triumph, as far as I'm concerned. History will see them as one of the 
greatest lions because with a, a preparation period that was nonsensical and dangerous, they took on and drew with uh, an all-black team which had been terrifying the rest of the world for a long, long time and which has held such a grip that actually just hold up the black jersey was enough. And at the end, um, the Lions not only had drawn level, but they had totally changed the way in which New Zealand uh, played because New Zealand had to change to cope with it. And what a lesson that is for all those teams who tried to take New Zealand on at, at their own game and inevitably lost. This time, the Lions hit us hard. They ran the ball more. They were just as good at scoring tries. They shut down Bowden Barrett. And even better, they hardly let the All Blacks through once in a, uh, for a try that they should have stopped. Really should uh, pay tribute to Andy Farrell for that defence, uh, for Graham Rowntree for the scrum, Rob Howley for a really sharp and, and purposeful attack, and also Neil Jenkins, and also um, to the likes of Johnny Sexton, uh, Owen Farrell, uh, Sean O'Brien, uh, Makovanapola, Toby Falatau, uh, Maro Itoji. How good is Maro going to be? Because in the end, he just looked as good as any New Zealand lock there's ever been, let alone any Lions lock there's ever been. Uh, a really, really united party. Um, tremendous uh, courage and confidence and... The reason why going into the last test you sense that there would be a chance is because I am absolutely sure the Lions thought they were good enough to win and that they could well win. And that last time that happened when the All Blacks played is a long, long time ago. Uh, they deserve every credit. It was a team that, that was selected well. It was prepared beautifully. It did its very best. It was certainly not perfect but it came so close. And the reason they lost the series? Easy. The first test must be won. Any tour itinerary, which does not give the Lions the chance to win the first test, is not worth the paper it's written on and should be torn up. The Lions were not ready for the first test. How could they possibly be? When they got going, they were 1-0 down in the series and it was a long way back. Yet another lesson. For the people like the home unions, PRL, the Pro 12, and all those who stand in the way of what is rugby's greatest team. Down points down there. I was really disappointed how quick people were to revert behind small nation or between national boundaries as soon as things went wrong. Thought there was just unbelievable bile directed against Warren Gatland for instance, for the lack of Scots in the team. Then you read that some Scots, even important ones, really didn't want them to do well. Guys, girls, that is absolutely stunningly wrong, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. That team represented Scotland every bit as much as it was representing England and, and Ireland and Wales. It was your team. And as I said, it was chosen brilliantly and Warren Gatland, at some stage, was clearly feeling the pressure from people who weren't there, didn't understand, and were making silly judgments for 12,000 miles away. And Gatland becomes, alongside Carwin James and Sirian McGeekin, the greatest Lions coach. 
his um, to be there and, and see it at close hand, the way he planned, the way he got over the lack of preparation, the tactical shape, the boldness, absolutely excellent. And finally, the ruthlessness that he needed. Peter O'Matney was captain in the first test and good luck to him. What a great honour. But then it became plain that O'Mahony was not quite what the Lions wanted in terms of a blindside flanker and he didn't appear in the in the match squad again. That's just admitting that maybe you didn't get it quite right and having the, the, the bottle to back yourself up. It was savagely physical and wonder of all wonders. It was reasonably well refereed by three courageous men. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was so much bigger than the World Cup, so much bigger than individual country tours, and anyone who was down there amongst the 30,000 dressed in red would agree it was bigger in the media, uh, it was bigger on the streets, in the pubs, in the bars, in the tourist spots. Uh, the Lions stopped the country as they, go, as they do wherever they go. Interestingly... On the last uh, afternoon before the test match, John Spencer, the veteran line of 1971, called a press conference. In it, instead of giving us the usual platitudes, he attacked everyone who stands in the lion's way and said that he would demand proper preparation. He would reject the idea, the pathetic idea, of cutting the lions off at the knees and also at the neck by reducing the tour to eight games. That is not a Lions tour. That is a convenience thought up by those who want the Lions to fail and are too jealous of them to let the Lions take on their own pet competition in a fair fight. Also, we like to say at the end that rugby was the winner. Sometimes you quail from that because... Now and again, rugby is not quite as holy as it comes across. But then you come across all over New Zealand on the tour, groups of Lions fans uh, joshing and drinking with groups of all-black fans. And at the end, uh, even with a certain reluctance, we saw the two teams sit together, uh, black jersey, red jersey, black jersey, red jersey, in a rather stilted but really rather charming final picture. And I think the guys had a few beers together that night. The fans were brilliant. I'm not taking the case or taking the interest of any travel agent here by saying that if the eight-team idea is shelved, make sure that you say for South Africa 2021, it's a magnificent country, and if you follow the Lions, it is something you'll never forget because you are following a team at the very top. What's coming up? Well, there's the Women's World Cup, and my goodness, didn't England play well to thrash the Black Ferns on a really great day uh, during the tour. Now they become favourites. Then, of course, uh, the normal season, and look for details of uh, the ruck resuming if we can find all the participants. Uh, as far as we know at the moment, the English Ponce and Dogman, Harry Haggis and all the others will be back and we'll do it all again. Thanks a million. 
listening to me. Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.